Welcome to the Smart Business Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Imoff Flores, and the Smart Business Podcast is the place for entrepreneurs to get an advanced mindset and skill set to build and grow a business that can scale in a big way. SMART is an acronym that stands for a scalable, mission-driven business that's automated with revenue streams all run by a team. And so if you would like to learn more about how to build a smart business or get coaching, consulting in this area or done for you services, go ahead and start by getting our free smart business formula guide at smartbusinessformula.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Smart Business Show. Today, we have another special guest. We have Takara Charisma. She's the founder and creator of Charisma Marketing, built seven figure plus e-com brands and helps people grow just really big e-com businesses in general um, in their digital marketing, their campaigns. She's absolutely brilliant as a, is a marketer. And uh, that's from, that's hard for me to say, considering I'm a marketer myself, um, but she's really great at what she does. And today we're going to be talking about the five shifts to make your Facebook ads work again. So Takara, so happy to have you with us. Thank you so much for having me, Adam. It's such a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. So you're in one of the coolest places, I think in the country, uh, Hawaii. Here, what island you're on with everyone yeah. listening? Yeah, I'm in Kona on the Big Island, so a little bit more rural here. Definitely for an LA Malibu girl, you know, born and raised LA in Malibu. It's a different uh, pace of life, but I've been here 16 years. The people are amazing. It keeps you young and healthy, so I cannot complain. Yeah, and I'm sure you get unlimited Kona coffee. Oh, definitely, of course, definitely. That's not easy to find over here. It's it's not easy, so that's <laughs> nothing. Wanna- for granted. I know one of our clients sells it. I'll have to tell you later about them. <laughs> hey, I need to know about that. I'm a major Kona coffee fan. And, and so, yeah, so, so, uh, you know, you know, grateful that we get to be able to, you know, talk a little bit more about, uh, you know, Facebook uh, ads specifically, because so many people listening to this, you know, have either run Facebook ads in the past, they have a business where they're running ads, wanting to optimize. And a lot of people are having a lot of questions because they maybe tried and maybe didn't get good results or they saw Facebook ad cost rising, they pulled out, they don't know where to put their money now. They're wondering what are they going to do for advertising? Um, but the cool thing is that Facebook is still working and there are just some adjustments that need to be made. So for all of the people out there who are running traffic, um, you're absolutely going to love this episode. So with that being said, um, you know, one of the things that, uh, you know, you love to kind of hit on is really just the audience first. Why don't you kind of talk a little bit about what's going on with, you know, audience shift and, and how you look at that? Yeah. I mean, if you're having problems with iOS, don't worry, you're not alone. Everyone's business business has seen a lot of impact from the iOS updates. And so what happened is we lost all our tracking and we lost the ability to report on many things, purchases, which means that Facebook can't really optimize as well for purchases and the kinds of transactions that we want. And the other thing that we really lost a lot of control over was audience targeting because now we can't retarget people because of these privacy settings. So Facebook's having a really hard time finding our ideal audience, especially our remarketing audiences, meaning the audiences that hit our Facebook pixel, that little pixel on our website that communicates back to Facebook about who you are and what behavior you had on someone's website. And so to get around that, we've had to expand our audiences. And what I mean by that is pre iOS, we might have done something where we were targeting 
three-day add-to-cart audiences if we had a big enough e-commerce store where we had enough traffic going through and doing that. Well, now it's more like seven-day website visitors, which is a much larger pool because when Facebook maybe used to be able to target 50% of those people, for example, now they're able to target like 25%. So it's just a numbers game at this point. And with the Facebook algorithm, you have to remember, number one, it's an auction. And number two, it charges on many different factors. And one of those factors is really like how competitive this audience is and how hard they are to find. So the smaller the audience, the more narrowed down we get, the harder it is to find, which means our CPMs shoot up, our cost to advertise shoots up. And so now to get around that high cost, we have to start expanding our audiences. So that's been one of the biggest changes that we've had to do in all of our accounts. And it's definitely helped control our CPMs a little bit better. Um, it's helped us get the clicks that we need on the ads and find our target customers. And then the one other thing that we've done, because we are a Klaviyo gold master partner, so we, we do a lot of Klaviyo accounts as well for email marketing. Klaviyo has a really special tool where it has dynamic Facebook audiences in it. So what happens is we can double down on pixel audiences. So now we don't only rely on the pixel, we get the uh, email as well, or the SMS, which is why SMS is so big, uh, and the phone number. And now we have different points that we can match back these audiences to. So we can almost double down on trying to find them, which has been incredibly helpful and such a pro strategy that we've been using in our agency. Yeah, that's awesome. So what you're able to do is just kind of take an existing audience and be able to kind of import that into Facebook in a way and create kind of lookalikes based off of their current database of buyers or, you know, leads that they're generating. Is that right? Absolutely. And so we do. So, for example, let's say we have a 30 day pixel website visitor audience. We'll also take our 30 day active on site. Clavio audience that's matched to either their phone number or their email, their addresses. So now Facebook has more information and we put both of those into our ad set. And we also use those audiences for lookalikes as well. Exactly what yeah. you mentioned. Yeah, that's, that's powerful. That's so key. And that's important. If you're looking for a Facebook ads team to ask those questions and saying, Hey, how are you dealing with iOS changes? Are you integrating you know, uh, email list, text message, and to look alike audiences. Because uh, a lot of times entrepreneurs hire teams without asking the right questions. And you get a newbie person who's working out of their garage uh, for the manager account for 500 a month or a thousand a month. And then it's like, okay, but they're not doing any of these things. So uh, super important to be able to ask these questions. Now, um, you know, as far as the um, omni-channel strategy, talk a little bit about how you, you know, what's your philosophy on omni-channel? Oh, yeah. So I've been saying this for a couple of years now. So when I first started, just kind of like everyone else, I was all in on Facebook ads. And well, I've been in the, in the space for 14 years. But when I really started the, the honing in on Facebook marketing, and I quickly learned that this is not smart to put all of our eggs in one basket. This is not smart to build our castle on someone else's foundation. That is a very shaky foundation and puts us at a lot of risk. So what we started to do and where we started to see massive growth and results for our clients was we started going omnichannel with them. So we started killing it with email marketing. We started nailing SEO. We started running Google ads, right? And so we started to build this huge castle all around them where they were pretty much omni-channel, meaning on every marketing channel that they could be on. And every single result started to skyrocket from there. So now their Facebook ads were doing better. Now their email marketing was doing better and so on and so forth. So what happened is when iOS hit and so many people were 
heavily impacted who relied so heavily on Facebook ads and their businesses just tanked, our clients were doing okay. Actually, every single one of our clients hit uh, record revenue last year over the record revenue they hit the year before when they were with us. So they were not impacted whatsoever because they had built a foundation with list growing and email marketing, which is what we were just talking about, how you can also use it with Facebook ads. They built their SEO uh, strategy. They built out Google ads, which now my prediction, of course, for 2022 is Google ads are gonna become so much more popular and YouTube ads because people are looking at other channels and they should be. So the number one way to protect your business and to continue growth is start expanding into other marketing platforms. You've got to think outside the box right now. Yeah, that's so key. That's so key. I love what you said. You know, I think so many businesses have taken a hit when they just put all their eggs in one basket. And so I love that you're talking about omni-channel um, because yeah, there is even TikTok ads coming out too right now that are uh, another contender. And then you have, you know, your YouTube ads. So um, I, I love that you're, you're encouraging the audience to go above just Facebook. So um, talk about like quality social audiences, you know, um, you know, that's something you like to talk about, like, why don't you share a little bit about that a little bit more? Yeah. So, you know, here was the big thing. Everyone wanted to hit 10,000 Instagram followers, right? Like circa 2018, that was what you had to do, right? Especially if you wanted to swipe up. Well, many people have come up uh, or out since then and said, hey, the swipe up doesn't even matter, you know, in the stories with the link. It actually isn't as impactful as doing a DM, right, in, in uh, the stories. And so what happened is when people tried to get to these 10,000 or tried to build their online brand, they started using bots, they started getting fake followers, they started to use all these programs, which really was the total opposite of what social media should be, right? And so now, People are doing that less because Instagram's gotten a little bit more strict on uh, finding these guys, which is great. And what I want to encourage people to do is not do that. Because number one, you can use the swipe up link now in stories. You don't have to have 10,000 followers. Number two is if you're going to use ads to retarget these people, you're going to waste all your money because they're just fake followers. They don't care about your product. So now all your money is going down the tank. We had a client you know, a couple of years ago that was doing that. And we encouraged him so heavily to stop it. Like we realized your middle of funnel ads, your social ads that are targeting your Instagram followers, your Facebook followers, let's say your video views, which is separate. They're not working. Why are they not working? Because these guys don't care about you. They're actually not real accounts. So I can't stress enough. Stop it. You know, stop getting the fake followers. It doesn't matter. It also just doesn't look good when you have 100,000 followers and you have three comments on your post. It just doesn't look good. It's not serving you well. Actually, for me, it's a very big turnoff. How can I trust a brand or a person if I can't trust their following, you know? And so be engaging, produce really great content, have a strong product and brand behind you, grow your followers organically. The numbers don't matter. Vanity numbers do not pay the bills, period. <laughs> so, uh, I can't stress enough to have strong social followers because they are not pixel audiences now post iOS, which means that we can actually really find them. We can find 100% of them versus pixel audiences where we can only find maybe 20%, 25%. So the stronger those audiences are, the stronger you build out those relationships. Again, the lower your ad cost will be, the higher yeah. your return will be, the stronger a business you'll make. 100%. Thank you so much for clarifying that and for emphasizing that. I'm a huge believer in that and really having an authentic audience. Now, um, because ad costs are rising, uh, there is a need to increase the value of, of a customer as well today. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because uh, a lot of people think that like they could just create a product because they follow a, the influencer and market the product the same way that that influencer does. 
and that they're going to be able to get the same results. But the reality is, is there's a lot going on behind the scenes as well that makes up the total value of the customer. And that plays a big role in your ability to advertise. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So, and and by the way, we, we represent a lot of influencers who have e-commerce brands. And I'm telling you, followers do not matter. Do not. We have influencers with half a million followers that can't sell a thing. And we have influencers with, you know, 50,000 followers that can make six figures in an hour, you know? So I'm telling you followers don't, vanity numbers don't matter. But that being said, because prices are increasing, we already talked about this, your CPMs are going up, your cost per click is going up. It's harder for Facebook to find these people, which means now your, you know, your costs are rising. Clicks have risen. In fact, we've done all the data and we've compared year over year for our clients and they're almost double the cost per click as they were a year ago. Leads are almost double the cost per click. CPMs are almost double, which means and inflation, by the way, is a real thing right now. You know, we're in a pandemic. Inflation is actually happening. And so we need to keep up with that. So in order to keep up with that, we need to, number one, look at our average order value. Because if you have an average order value of less than $75, it's not going to work for you. Facebook ads will never work for you. I'm just letting you know, don't waste your money or time. Work on SEO, you know, and do affiliate links or something. Um, and number two is your lifetime value really matters because the cost to get a purchase right now, just an average econ purchase, let's say under $100 average order value, I'm going to say you're probably spending at least 30 bucks per purchase or more. So how can you 3x that if, if your average order value is too low? So you need to focus on that. And then on top of that, we need to build a really strong brand, which I know we'll kind of get into next. But in order for us to get return customers and repeat customers, which is what lifetime value is, meaning how often does someone come back, spend money with you, what's their lifetime value with you as a customer? We need to have strong remarketing. We need to again be omnichannel, do email marketing so we don't have to pay so much in ads. We need to have strong SEO and we need to consistently launch products, which is the biggest thing is you need to have a reason to put a new ad, a new offer in, in front of someone. So complementary products, um, new colorways of products, um, just completely new styles, et cetera, et cetera. So we're constantly working with our clients on launching. The launching, it has to be the biggest plan for you this year to continue to increase your lifetime value so that Facebook ads are affordable for you, especially with that brand new customer acquisition. Yeah, that's so big. I love that. I love that we're talking high level here, increasing buyer frequency, uh, you know, having a journey for them to buy more products in the back end that all plays a role because we're building a buyer's list, right? When we're getting customers that are coming in the front door. So if we can multiply the, you know, the revenue in the back end, it really helps justify the ad spend on the front end. Even if you're taking a loss, like a loss leader on your product up front, but you can recoup it on the back, you can scale that. Uh, now you're a big advocate of just overall brand, like overall, just like having a, uh, you know, a healthy brand, healthy business. Talk about that for a little bit. Like what's your perspective? Yeah. yeah. So I have a business economics background. I'm the daughter of two entrepreneur parents. Um, two of my three sisters are entrepreneurs. Like business talk is sexy talk to me. I could talk about it all day long. So, <laughs> so that's why I always say, you know, I'm a business strategist because we grow brands. We don't, 
to not focus on brand growth is the biggest mistake you could ever do as an agency. Like you need to be a full partner in their growth. So we have to think of ways that we are going to sustain this brand over time. And if we don't build a really solid brand, I'm not talking about the logo, right? And your, and your slogan, I'm talking about the reason why people choose your product over every other product and use their hard earned dollars to buy your product. You need to make sure that you're producing high quality quality products, number one. You need to make sure that you're really taking care of your customers and your customer service is very locked in. You need to be looking at your UX on your website. How is this experience for them? Like, what what is it like? Because that's a first impression for them. The first impression when they go on your site is just like anything else in the world. You need to nail it, right? And your email marketing and so on and so forth. So overall, you need to look at the business and you need to find almost like do your SWOT analysis, right? Like, where are weak points, you know? And what can we improve and you can do this by asking your customers right so getting you know uh post exit you know surveys we could do we could do this in email requests we could do this in our stories and ask for feedback right but we need to constantly be learning what do they want where are we falling short what can we provide them actually asking them is so helpful when you just give them what they want you will sell it like crazy and just having this overall business structure that is long term. So it's so short sighted. I love what you said about, hey, even going negative in the beginning, because really big brands understand that actually the brands that are making eight, nine figures, they 100% understand the value of actually making a 1x return on, on top of funnel or negative, because they have such a strong brand behind them that they know they will make it up in the back end. But smaller business owners who are really focused on ROAS, which by the way, you can't even get an accurate count anymore. So forget it, forget all your Facebook ad reporting, forget yeah. it, even Google ad reporting, it's not even accurate anymore. So you need to have this very holistic approach to your business, be looking at your you know, Shopify data overall, your revenue, your, your different marketing channels, and just be a really smart business person, um, which is what the kind of conversation you need to have with your marketing team. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, you know, talk a little bit about like people listening to this, like, oh my gosh, this is so much for me to like digest. You know, I need to have a marketing team help me. Like who is the type of client you like to take on? Um, what what are they doing in their business? What are they selling? And what, do, what can your like agency really help them with? Yeah, thank you so much for asking. So I always, so about 60% of the people who come to us, we actually say, no, actually, we are not a good fit because we want to save them money. We don't think they're ready for an ad agency because it's like putting a Ferrari engine in a VW bug. It's just not ready for it. And so what we want you to do is really grow a strong organic foundation first, and then you might be ready. So the kinds of clients that we like to work with are seven figure plus e-commerce brands specifically, I, because of my passion is e-commerce, I've been in this space for 14 years. Um, and we like to look at um, e-commerce brands because they're very scalable. They definitely can do product launches and promotions. We like to look at established e-commerce brands because they're not scared to spend. They've spent before, they've built their email list. They've had to do a lot of things right to get to where they are. And so it makes our job actually a lot easier to scale them very quickly. So those are for us the best brands, people who have a, a average order value at least 75 or more. They have at least you know 50 to 100 or more product SKUs on their website. So there's all sorts of different things, their conversion rates, at least 3%. There's so much going on that we look at in our analytics. And that's who we'd say, ah, yeah, we want to be a partner in your growth. We think we can really just scale this like crazy for you if it's the right fit. But we would always be 100% transparent and let them know if yeah. we think we're ready, you know, they're ready for us. 
Yeah, absolutely. And with that as well, um, you know, is there anybody that is maybe uh, not at seven figures that you guys help as well? Like people who want to create, you know, e-commerce brands, do you guide in that process? Yeah, definitely. So we have a, I have a Facebook ads course that should be relaunching this spring and that's like a do, do it yourself. So self-study. So that's at takarcharisma.com social savvy. So that's a really affordable option for someone who's just getting started. And we do have some consulting options as well. We've definitely helped brands before. One of our love, love, love stories is a brand that started with us at 20,000. And by the end of the year per month was over a million dollars and was uh, now six figures regularly every single month and only spending by the way, like 10 grand a month in ads. It's insane. I've never seen a business do so well. So there's plenty of businesses, but the reason why is because they have a very strong CEO, a very strong leader. They're very open to listening to our feedback. They're hardworking. They have a real solid business that we can see. They have a really good foundation and following. Those businesses can sometimes slip through and get a little TLC and love from us if we really believe in them and we want to help them grow. I love that. I love that. If you're listening to this and you fall into those categories, you have to reach out to Takara and allow her to look at your business, see how she can help you get to the next level. And you can actually get in touch with her by heading over to to takaracharisma.com. We're actually going to put her link inside of the description of this episode. So you'll be able to click it there. And Takara, thank you so much for just dropping so much wisdom, taking time out of your day to just share the updates of what's going on. And do you have any last words for listeners today? No, I, you know, outside of just don't give up, like keep testing. There's so many times where you're not going to hit the ball out of the park, but if you keep at it, keep listening to podcasts like Adams, keep studying, you know, from the best, keep watching YouTube videos, just really focus on what can help your business grow. Don't give up. Like the e-commerce space right now is gigantic. It's still a gold rush. And so anyone who's really willing to work hard and has a solid product, you can make it. You just need some really great mentors guiding you. Yeah. So good. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And if you guys are listening for the first time, make sure that you hit that subscribe button, share it if you haven't already. And also uh, leave a six-star rating. I think there's only five stars, but leave a six-star rating. Uh, And thank you so much once again, Takara, for being with us. Until the next episode, see y'all later. Bye, everybody.